to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Still some NFL football action this week. Of course, the playoffs uh, just past wild card weekend. Plenty more to go, but it is kind of hitting the offseason where you start to look ahead uh, to what's going to happen in next year in college football. And, of course, even in the NFL as we look for the NFL draft uh, coming around the corner. So this segment, I just kind of wanted to run through some of those lists. Mel Kiper Jr. had his big board out. Um, no quarterbacks in the top 10. Uh, so that's kind of interesting um, because usually there will be one that jumps up there. There's plenty of teams up there that need one. Uh, it's just been long thought of as a as a group, as a quarterback class um, that doesn't have that type of potential. But um, where there's a will, there's a way. And there should be a will for plenty of these teams um, that are going to need a quarterback at the top. Of course, that does not include the number one pick in Jacksonville. Uh, they, they should have their quarterback in the future in the place with Blake Lawrence. Um, so a lot of people expecting and Mel Kuyper included Aiden Hutchinson to be the first pick um, off the off the big board off the board altogether to be the number one pick in the draft to Jacksonville um, first of all uh, we'll start there do you are you a big buyer into Aiden Hutchinson being that good there was a there's a few people I, I should say even amongst in the office that were thought that maybe he he his late season push and in the sacks that he got against Ohio State maybe should not have landed him in the Heisman Trophy discussion, uh, and now and, and he somehow finished up second. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say he was that quite that dominant. Some of it has to do with just kind of the competition around you, and, and there might not have been that, that obvious choice as far as outside of Bryce Young this year. Um, but you were a big a guy that didn't think Bryce Young should have even won that, correct? So uh, w- wouldn't Aiden Hutchinson have been your next choice? Absolutely not. It would have been Will Anderson, <laughs> the linebacker right. for Alabama, who got, I believe, sixth, fifth or sixth. He was the first one not invited. Um, and uh, so Aiden Hutchinson, I do not think he's going to be the most talented player uh, from this draft class. So I don't think he should go number one. Uh, I think uh, I think Kayvon Thibodeau is out of Oregon is probably a better uh, edge rusher than and Anderson or Aiden Hutchinson is. So yes, Hutchinson is going to be probably a solid player. We've seen guys come out of Michigan from that DN position, like Rashawn Gary, who's with my Packers now. Took a while to kind of get to the point in their career where they were, you know, really producing at a high level, but. I don't. I don't know if Hutchinson has the physical tools that Rashawn Gary does have. It's. It's the the combine is going to be telling on how Aiden Hutchinson will uh, will do right out of the gate and as he continues into his career. Because right now, I, I think he he was a really good story and he was the kind of the the flag bearer for Northern football, right? Uh, which I should be all over since I'm a big Big Ten guy. But I I don't think Aiden Hutchinson is is should be the flag bearer, and I I don't think he is going to be the guy that people expect him to be. He's certainly not going to be second half of the season uh, Michigan Aiden Hutchinson in the NFL. He, he was at Michigan for four years before this season, and he didn't produce at this level. So I, I don't understand why we let these kind of one-hit wonders make us believe that they're going to completely turn around their career after one good year. Joe Burrow did it, but who else? Very few people can do – can – or – word soup. Can – can uh, – <laughs> parlay a great college football season into a great pro career like Joe Burrow has. 
Yeah, it's just one of those years I don't think you have. Like we talked about kind of a weak quarterback class. Um, I think there's a lot of depth and potential with all these guys, but it's hard to say that one guy stands above the other. Naden Hutchinson seems to just kind of kind of get that um, pass at this point. I don't know if I would necessarily um, believe in him to be that guy either. Chris, he kind of reminds me of Chris Long, uh, who I believe is retired now but played for a while. He was the second overall pick with the Rams in 2008. Ended up winning a Super Bowl with the Patriots and Eagles and even had a 13 and a half sack season at one time. He's a very solid and, and very productive player, um, but never a pro bowler, you know, just kind of at that kind of next level. Um, and I could easily see Aiden Hutchinson kind of having a career like that, which again, Chris Long, great career. It's just when you're picked second or you're going to be picked first, there's going to be a lot of expectations for you. So maybe that goes along in, in that category. If, if you haven't seen Mel Kuyper's top uh, 10, it also includes David Ajabo the, the number, at number seven, the linebacker for Michigan. So I think that was probably a little bit underrated how much help uh, Hutchinson had as far as the, the opposing quarterback had to worry about each of those guys coming after them. Either way, not a top 10 quarterback uh, in this list. I've seen some other mock drafts that will sneak Kenny Pickett or, or Matt Corral in there. And I think um, there's still a lot of time and none of those guys are necessarily I always kind of go back to the, the reference of using a marker none of, nobody's been you talk about penciled and markered in as a the top quarterback this this year uh, I think it will have to do with a lot of those pre-draft evaluations like you said film room meeting stuff like that um, because there's not an obvious choice but I still I have a hard time believing that a quarterback will not be taken in the top 10 because you just have so many teams um, that need it you know, now you could have teams trading down um, but you just look at that top five. The Giants have two picks. Are they ready to move off of Daniel Jones? The, um, the Jets, obviously, probably not in that category as they have just had their rookie quarterback this past year. But Detroit, Houston, um, maybe even even Denver there. Um, there's just a few teams. And, and then, you know, uh, as, the, as, the, as the draft progresses, there's some teams down the line, too, that would have to trade up, trade up to get there. But um, it's just such it, 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 it's such a glamorous position. And such, you know, and it can make the biggest difference in the world. I, I just go back to Daniel Jones being drafted. What, sixth, I, I believe? And nobody saw that coming. Um, I, I think that we'll see a quarterback uh, picked in the top 10. And, and maybe it is Pickett, but uh, at this time, it's hard to tell which guy that would be. Um, but again, I think it's just kind of a cluster of a lot of different guys. And sometimes the, um, you know, kind of the, the COVID season that kind of jumped up for Derek Stingley Jr. It's hard to completely evaluate him. Um, you, you know, I, I just don't know if there, there's this, a, a guy that's just far and above anybody else this year. So the NFL draft will be a lot of fun uh, to follow. Uh, also, I did want to bring this up, too, as we hit, go to the text line. Should hit that as well. Um, says, uh, completely agree. Hutchinson didn't do anything against NFL talent against Georgia. Um, so that's that's probably fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a bad game altogether and a bad look for the Big Ten. But uh, hopefully, as we look back on the Big Ten, we remember the Ann Arbor scene and I, beating Ohio State, not necessarily that Georgia game. One team is hardly representative of a conference, just like I – The I, best team? Just like I like to state that uh, the, the two best teams <laughs> in the SEC are not representative of the rest of the conference. But I, I, I want to just – touch on something real quick you know there will certainly be draft classes where your top top quarterbacks taken are your Dwayne Haskins Daniel Jones is Drew Locks yeah. and then you look at the 2013 draft you know you have EJ Manuel Geno Smith and Mike Lennon Th those drafts will happen but a lot of the times you're going to hit on 50 50 percent of the quarterbacks are, are going to hit 50 percent aren't going to hit so I I Will there be a quarterback probably overdrafted this year absolutely is there going to be some sneaky value in a quarterback late in the draft 
I think there's certainly potential for that as well. I, I th- a guy like Sam Howell was once looked at yeah. as as the you know consensus number one overall pick or the consensus top quarterback in this draft. He's fallen. He fell off a little bit after he lost a lot of his receiving talent after last season and lost two NFL running backs. So a guy like Sam Howell could get drafted a little bit later than he was expected to and come in and be that first round pick that they thought he was. So I, I don't I don't know if it's it's a, a uh, complete loss to go after a quarterback in this draft and there will be somebody that takes him because you know you look at a team like the Steelers they have the playoff ready roster they just need the quarterback Big Ben's probably done you look at a team like Denver who's constantly chasing a quarterback so there there will be a quarterback taken in the first round I I don't know if I've ever even seen or I don't think I've been alive for a draft where there wasn't a quarterback taken in the first round yeah and th- there's a premier on the position so you, there will be a quarterback taken and there will be a successful quarterback from this draft so guys that won't be taken, uh, I did run down this list to kind of the top stars of college football that decided to return. Uh, it, it's Adrian a, Martinez. It's a fun list. Adrian Martinez, of course, number one, because he'd be <laughs> he'd be a first-round pick for sure. Uh, but no, it, it's exciting for me because I'm more of a college football fan than a pro fan. I think I've, I've made that pretty obvious over the years. But um, I, I mean, obviously, I love football either way, and, and NFL playoff football is amazing. So I'm having a lot of fun uh, this month uh, diving into the professional ranks. But I still love college football a little bit more, so I like to see some of those guys come back. Um, and so it's kind of surprising, you know, we heard about Mo Ibrahim. Maybe that's not so surprising here um, just because he was coming off that injury. Jack Campbell at Iowa was kind of a big one. So some of the bigger names in the Big Ten that are coming back. Spencer Rattler had a decision to make. He could have went pro or given that an opportunity, decided to go to South Carolina. Um, Nolan Smith on Georgia. A lot of people expected him to leave. He came back. Will McDonald at Iowa State. Uh, I think he had the sack record. Um, he's right up there for like all time sacks and he came back. So, I mean, we'll see if he can get it next year. Um, just a lot of, a lot of names that, uh, that make you feel good. And then overall, um, it, it's, it's just a good year for college football coming back next year. Like this year, you didn't necessarily know who was going to be the, the leaders in college football. So there's, there's years where you just don't have, um, the headline names and those are kind of fun in their own because, you know, Georgia wins a championship out of nowhere and Bryce Young, you know, as a freshman wins the highest. So those things are kind of fun. But now next year, you look at it, you know, with Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and Caleb Williams and all those guys coming back at quarterback. Um, and then the, the names just kind of pass on uh, from, you know, the, to the different positions of Bajan Robinson, Travion Henderson, um, Jordan Addison, of course, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Brock Bowers. A lot of a lot of guys on offense, um, Deuce Vaughn, that, that you could point to and, and are, are kind of known names. Your, your, your guy, Will Anderson, over on the defensive side of the ball, obviously, going to be a big name um so it's just kind of fun i ran i I looked at espn's way too early all-american team which the way too early stuff's always kind of fun but the all-american team probably won't change too much as far as when you see those preseason prognostications not that those end up being correct anyway but uh it's just it looks like a loaded year and especially kind of around the the big 10 area certainly with alabama as well um but uh it it, it feels like it's going to be fun um, more this offseason to be able to, to kind of match those things up. Because you're right, the whole offseason we talked about Sam Howell. <laughs> and then then like in the in this season, you, I think they lost pretty early. I think the first week, actually, if I remember correctly. Anyway, uh, they ended up having not a very good year, a losing year, because they lost to South Carolina. Um, so now I, I think it's just kind of fun that you have more names that are going to be known for this offseason of college football that we can blend in with our transfer talk and our portal talk and, of course, our Husker talk, uh, which we do every day here on the ticket uh we'll take a quick break when we come back another news 
uh, in college football. Garrett Patterson actually has taken a role with the Texas program in an off-the-field role. Is that going to help? Do those things ever really help? We'll talk about that next year on, on the Ticket Water Cooler portion of On the Block with Strickenbach on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 